Welcome to the Bob Siegel Show podcast on the Cross Global Media Radio Network. Visit cgmradio.com slash bob to subscribe on your favorite podcasting platform. I'm your host, Bob Siegel. Always good to be joined by my producer, Brendan Thomas. Last time I was on here, we talked about the Pink Panther movie series, so I thought it was an easy transition to talk about our presidents of the United States. Easy transition from the Pink Panther to the president. <laughs> That's well, right. Well, they both start with P. That's true. So today I wanted to rank all of our presidents that we have ever had throughout our United States, even Biden to this day. Oh even my goodness. And a lot of people, and I'm one of them, there are some presidents that I'll know their name and know very little if anything, about what they did. I know we're into the 40s. Yeah, we're at 46 wow. right now. Yeah. So we're going to rank all 45 because, as you know, there was one person in our presidency that was reelected. Oh, yes, one yes, yes. So, yes. Yep. So we're going to go through and we're going to talk about everyone. Spoiler alert. Joe Biden is my number one choice for best president. <laughs> No, I'm just joking. Not even close. No, not even close. He has to be the worst. Could there possibly have been anybody worse than Well, Biden? let's find out. So we're going to start from the bottom, and then we're going to work our way up. And again, we might not get through all of them tonight, so it might be a two-parter. Who knows? My worst president, personally, to me, is not Joe Biden, surprisingly enough. I have- Well, I know there have been other bad ones, yes, but worse- I have Andrew Johnson, the president that took over after Abraham Lincoln. He was, was the first president to be impeached. Yes, that he was, and for good reasons. I mean, he did a lot of things pretty bad throughout his whole presidency. And for every president I get to, I will say a pro about him, but I will also offer up a con about what Did he sniff girls means. behind the neck? Like, no, like, he did no, not. He didn't no, no, that. no. But he did, for the con part, I'll start with that. He did allow black codes to come back into the southern states. He let the southern states know you guys can go well, ahead and That's a real reversal of progress. And, exactly. and as much as we had just fought the Civil War to start ending that We were under stuff. reconstruction period at this time after the Civil yeah, War. Yeah, well, unfortunately, after the age of slavery, was the age of segregation that remained a very long time, very all the way up so. through the 1960s. I will give a pro again, like I said. He did purchase and acquire Alaska, at least. So we added another state to our democracy at that time, thus adding some more voices into the government, if you wanted to include that part. But I would say- Good that was one, Andrew. One. Yeah, yeah. All right, moving on. The president before Abraham Lincoln is my second worst president of all well, time. Well, because he presided, that was Pierce, wasn't it? No, that was actually James Buchanan. Buchanan. Yeah, yeah boy, to be the one presiding on the verge of the country splitting into two nations, that couldn't have been too much fun. And then why would you allow Southern states to secede from each other, from the Union? That makes absolutely no sense, and that just hinders your cause as the President of the United States, of the Union itself. Well, of course, they could have said they weren't going to allow it, and the South was going to do it anyway. So, po- but, possibly, yeah, but, but that would be somebody with more backbone would have been able to do something yeah. about it. My pro for him is that he did have more federal control in Nevada, Utah, and Colorado, and that was involving the Utah war because technically Colorado, Nevada, and Utah lands were actually one big Utah territory at the time, but we eventually split them off. So I did allow that. Now it's our president, ladies and gentlemen. Joe Biden is the third worst president of the United States. Well, I'm glad he's somewhere near the bottom of your barrel, Brendan. Yes. Obviously, there's so many cons we can go through, obviously. My thing I least like him the most is our border policies that we have. The sanitation levels that we have there, the way we're treating the people in border is just horrific. 
horrendous, and no other president would allow this to happen. Trump didn't even allow this to happen. That's like everyone that ever said in the mainstream media that, oh, Trump doesn't care about anything at the border. He wants everything to get Trump worse. Trump campaigned there. on strengthening the border. That exactly. was his big thing. And, yet and, my, he, and he fulfilled his campaign promises the best he was able to. And then here we are in Biden's presidency, and it's gotten a million times worse under his watch, and everyone has to follow through on his policies that he implemented. It's just horrendous. I will say the one good thing he did, and I know it does cause some controversy at the same time, he did bring back troops from Afghanistan, but obviously that's oh, still has a Oh, but the way he brought them back was I just know. a nightmare. I know. So I understand that that's not a really big pro in the end, but th- that's the best I can do with what our president has well, done. Well, and the only president. reason I would say to have brought the troops back is we weren't letting them really fight the war. We were tying their hands behind their backs. So if they're just going to get slaughtered and have to call a lawyer before they can shoot at somebody, why not just bring them home? It's true. But it was it was just a mess. Now, this next guy I have, I personally just hate so much based on character himself. I think his policies were meh at best. And I know he's a very controversial figure. I have Woodrow Wilson uh, next up in my list. Oh, I don't have any great love for him. He was, yeah. Like, if you think Joe Biden was a socialist, he was very much into progressivism and socialism. Yes, he was. In fact, he was the arc layer of it. I think so. So, obviously, my con is the Espionage and Sedition Acts that he signed at that time. Obviously, it hindered our free speech as it was. And, of course, we can't criticize the federal government. Are you that gets done? Anytime they're getting around any of the amendments of the Constitution, to me, that's the deal breaker right there that should be so obvious absolutely to people. i will say the pro is after world war one he caused us to get into world war one for no reason just besides oh let's just try to bring our country together again at some point but honestly it was just so unnecessary i feel like but anyways he did have the 14 points during the meetings that he had with world leaders at that time bringing up free trade open agreements democracy and self-determination so i can give woodrow wilson that but not much more i really can't stand the dude really much it's surprising like how many historians will praise the guy, but then there's other historians who will just de- degrade him. He's well, married. you know, ever since they got rid of celebrating Washington's birthday and Lincoln's, and instead we had President's Day, what yes. we've basically done is give every president a participation trophy. Exactly. And, and that, that shouldn't be the case. We should celebrate the ones who actually made a difference of in our course. country. Of course. Next up on my list is Franklin Pierce. My con, of course, has to be the Kansas-Nebraska Act at that time. If you didn't know, we were still fighting over which states would be free and which states would be slavery. And the Kansas-Nebraska Act did not help at all. There was plenty of people going over to Kansas, whether there be anti-slavery or pro-slavery at the time. And they were causing so many small battles in that state. That's why it's nicknamed Bloody Kansas to this day still. The pro I do give him is the Gadsden purchase, which is some land that we bought from Mexico that acquired parts of New Mexico and Arizona that we own today. And it was a very, very cheap price at the time. I was very surprised. Like, even if you... Which include, the liberals are always saying we should just go ahead and give back to Mexico. Yeah, yeah. but I'm not seeing that anytime soon. I think we, whatever land we have acquired, we're going to keep to Does ourselves. Does it matter anymore since they can just walk across our border anytime they want? I mean, there's no barbed wire anymore, <laughs> yeah, yeah, so okay. there you go. Get rid of that out of the way. My next choice, this was quite interesting because I will follow this up with a story. I have Bill Clinton as my next choice on here. I was talking to a former news director at KUSI last month, and he said out of all the politicians he's ever talked to at that time in the 1990s, 
Bill Clinton was his absolute favorite. He talked about how much personality this guy had. Well, he did have personality, but we've got to ask ourselves if we want more than that from a president. Yeah, and another president who was impeached. And no, it wasn't because of his personal relationships that he had at that time. It was because of lying. Exactly. Yeah, Yeah, it it had nothing to do. Presidents, I hate to say this on the air, but presidents are allowed to do all, their personal All he had to do was come on and say, yes, I did have an affair in the time-honored tradition of John Kennedy and yes, Franklin exactly. Roosevelt and other great heroes in my party. That's all right. he would have had to say. Instead, nobody he, would have batted an eye. Exactly. Except he was dishonest and then that hindered He lied his, about it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then his wife tried to say that the real story out there was the conservative conspiracy against him. Something she's never gone back and apologized no, for. No, of course not. But again, don't see it coming anytime soon. My con obviously has to do with the violent crime Control and Law Enforcement Act, which basically just said, oh, black people are just automatically the criminals in this country, and that's strictly it. And that is just absolutely despicable. And Trump went some distance to reverse that, and he doesn't get credit for it, and he's still accused of being a racist. Exactly. I don't get it. Honestly, really look into these acts and these papers. Find out what these policies are about, because honestly, you're absolutely reporting the wrong kind of news out there to the public right now. And then my pro, I will say, and this is just because I might be biased because I'm on it right now, is the Family and Medical Leave Act of 1993. Yes, I am enjoying my paternity leave right now. How did you ask? I don't know. <laughs> but I did enjoy that. My next president I have is George W. Bush. I think he might be a little low for some people. He's not one of my favorites, actually, but I wouldn't put him quite that low. Okay. Either. My con obviously has to do with his long, long time of trying to find the weapons of mass destruction. A lot of wasted oh, money. Oh, I've got an old radio show that I should repeat because I interviewed somebody from the Middle East and uh-huh. There were weapons of mass destruction there. Really? Because the media at the time, I remember, reported there was nothing Well, you know what? When people say Bush lied, they were right, but they got the wrong lie. What happened is he had them. Saddam Hussein had them, but when we went in and discovered them, we found that they were the ones we sold to him. Oh. And so we didn't, rather than just saying, okay, well, you know, the enemy of my enemy is my friend. At that time, we were more concerned about Iran than we were about Iraq. And coming clean, they were just saying things, oh, well, we think Saddam Hussein himself is a weapon of mass destruction. So it was a problem. I should find that old show and replay it one of these days. It was okay. really fascinating. So in other words, he was still being very dishonest with our country. He was still being dishonest, thing. but I interviewed somebody who had been a citizen of Iraq who was actually there. And boy, and Israeli intelligence was confirming all that same stuff. It, was, it didn't have him to be the guy you debated with a few months ago. No, 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 okay. no. It's a different guy. Okay, just yeah. checking. And my pro, I do have to say, is the aftermath of 9-11 what a tragedy that was but as a president he really was able he, to unite us he country. really was and he had been under a lot of criticism because they were accusing him of stealing the election because of all that stuff that went on in florida with the hanging chads and yes. things and dick morris on fox news put it perfectly after 9-11 that was when the country really elected him as president that's true no it's State. true honestly i couldn't imagine uh um, he did a very good job and we should give him credit for that but he was yeah. beholding to mexico he wouldn't do much about the border there were things about him I did not really care oh, for. Oh, for sure. What I was going to mention, too, is the fact that I don't think, who did Bush face in 2000 again? I just, now I'm blank. Al Gore. I don't think Al Gore would have had the same gravitas <laughs> as George W. Bush would have at that time. I mean, any president, honestly, I thought would pretty much buckle down and be like, I don't know what to do next. I feel that I am the one who was truly elected the president of the United States. <laughs> but again, George W. Bush, I think, did an absolutely excellent job during that time. And again, 
I don't think we had any other president who united America as itself together just as well as he did. My next president, Andrew Jackson, is on my list. For the con, I have the Indian Removal Act which also caused the Trail of Tears to happen for those Native Americans. It was an absolutely horrific act where it took people out of their own homes in Georgia and then had them make them walk thousands of miles to Oklahoma. Yeah, I, I love our country, but we don't have a lot to brag about in the way Native Americans were treated. Definitely not. My pro, I will give, is that he was actually able to pay off the national debt entirely, and he was the only president to do so in our presidency history. Well, you got to give him some credit for his portrait on the $10 bill, too. Yes, I mean, of course. That's a handsome man right or there. Or is that the $20 bill? That no, he's no, on. 20, it's, 20. It's yeah. 20. He's yeah. on the 20. Yeah, exactly. Who's ten, on the 10? Hamilton. Hamilton, okay. That's right. Not even a president. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, just a cheap musical named after him. True, true. Again, I think that he having to pay off the national debt and to see where our national debt is, they're not... I think it's at trillions of dollars now. It's something like that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and when you give or take a trillion, nobody even blinks anymore. That's how bad it is. <laughs> I, I, uh, if I told We're desensitized to the word trillion. Our debt is so bad. If we brought Jackson back from the dead and he's like, so how's our national debt? And I tell him, he's going to be like, what? What, what happened? <laughs> what? You how woke did... me up from my peaceful sleep to give me that news? <laughs> Next up on my list, Richard Nixon, I have. As a con, I have the secret bombings of Cambodia and of course the Watergate scandal, in my opinion, being very, very again dishonest with the national public well the biggest the, the way that metastasized was again it was like the clinton thing them lying about it bugging a campaign headquarters i'm not saying anybody should have done it but that's done all the time they got right. caught they should have come clean yep and it was the lying about it that was the real problem and thus our tax dollars were being involved with the investigations in elongating this whole situation you, you know what's so funny is people don't understand the word impeached because a lot of people nixon left office over right. that and he was never impeached he probably would have been but he did a preemptive strike and he left meanwhile bill clinton who was impeached did not leave office because impeached by the house doesn't mean convicted by the senate exactly so a lot of people misunderstand those words and we think of nixon as having been impeached it never actually happened no it never did but it he was... did leave office over it yes exactly my pro for nixon i hope i'm going to pronounce this right his diante policies when he was dealing with russia and china at the time were absolutely immaculate he was Considered very good with foreign policy. Absolutely. But especially Russia and China are main enemies of our countries. It reminds me of Donald Trump during his presidency, his dealings with North Korea and Russia at the time. Those are enemies of all countries. And yet he did such a fantastic job. And of course, Joe Biden had to ruin it all again. But that's another story. (laughs) Next up, I have Millard Fillmore. My con has to do with slavery again. We have the Fugitive Slave Act he passed at that time, which involved federal government having to take any slaves that ran away from their southern plantations if they caught them they had to return yeah, them back people thought them. that if they could get into the north it was like ollie ollie oxen free but yep. it didn't work out that way exactly and again miller Fillmore should have never passed that act but i think he was being kind of pressured by congress in order to make sure that the south was still happy at the time to make sure well the dred scott decision more or less allowed for that anyway all that uh, that came from the courts and not the much. legislature Here's something I don't, I've don't i never heard of before, but I had to do some research. The Perry Expedition. This was a expedition over to Japan to see if we can create some ties with them at the time. And that actually ended Japan's 220-year isolation government policy where they would not contact any countries at all. And that ended it after 220 years. So that was very impressive. And we were able to actually become allies with Japan at the time. Obviously, times changed after that time. But at that time, that was very unexpected, especially under Miller Fillmore, of all people. Warren Harding is next 
next on my list. His con is the Emergency Quota Act, which restricted immigration from countries that were, and I quote, undesirable. Whatever that means. <laughs> yeah, that uh, can be very subjective. In short, it means Southern and Eastern Europeans. They weren't very happy with the spread of communism. There was people in those countries that weren't happy with it, and Harding was very iffy-washy about even allowing them into the country, so he set up that act. Thus, those people just had to suffer in those countries with the poor infrastructures and the poor stability that they had that the Soviet Union was offering to them at the time. But pro I have is the Budget and Accounting Act of 1921, which actually put the president in charge of budget planning from that point on until, of course, Congress started taking a very long time with all of their budgets with all of our government. Oh, wait, that's still going on today. What's going on? Wait. (laughs) Next up, Herbert Hoover is next. My con for him is the Smoot-Hawley Tariff Act. And you'll notice I'll put a lot of tariffs on here probably because I'm just not a fan of tariffs. We're just going to raise the cost of a lot of things and thus hinder our people in the end of making our economy stronger at some point. That's just my opinion. No, I tend to agree with that. So the Smoot-Hawley Tariff Act was passed, which froze company sales to international items that were being heavily taxed. And that was a huge proponent to get to us to the Great Depression, unfortunately, because a lot of big companies usually bought cheap Yeah, that, of course, is where he goes down in infamy is that he was presiding over our country during the stock market crash exactly, in the 1930s. Yeah. And so we had a lot to dig through in there. And we'll get to that president who helped us out during that time and eventually. But I do have a pro. He did nominate three justices into the Supreme Court that I say actually did a pretty decent job. Charles Evans Hughes, Owen Roberts, and Benjamin Cordozo. So if you want to look into their history, I think they actually did a pretty decent job as a Supreme Justices. Next up, I have John Tyler. His con is that he veto- vetoed a bill establishing a another national bank. My opinion is that I think national banks actually help out our country in terms of leveling out any poverty levels or making sure that everything is going well with the whole banking system in our country. And to add another national bank would actually help our country a lot at that time, because I think we were going to get into the panic of 1837 at that time, if I remember right, is presidency order. But unfortunately, he said, no, we don't need another one. We're perfectly fine. And I bet he kind of regrets that after his presidency. My pro is he did annex the state of Texas from Mexico at the time. So Texas finally became a state and thus adding more land to eventually go manifest destiny and move out west more and keep pushing our land. Texas has a very interesting history because they were themselves an independent republic. They were Mm -hmm. also part of Mexico, now they're part of the United States. Yep. Very interesting history. Absolutely. Martin Van Buren. My con, obviously I just discussed it, the Panic of 1837. I thought you were just going to say anybody with Van in their name. Oh, no, not Van. (laughs) No, but the con is is the Panic of 1837, which was one of our depressions that we had at the time. And it lasted all the way to 1944, which was even after his presidency. He had a lot of policies and a lot of plans that were placed in front of him to try to fix it. But he decided to decline those in favor of trying to figure out state by state, you guys figure it out yourself instead of us federally. His pro that I do have... Did you say that lasted till 1944? Oh, I said 1844. Okay. If I said 1944, I was going to say that's a long depression. That's right. 1844. Okay. His pro is the Oru Stuke War, which is a battle between, I never heard this before, America and New Brunswick over the state of Maine. Eventually, America was able to win and he was able to uh, help make a treaty. So that way, New Brunswick had their territory above Maine and then we had the actual state of Maine itself. So quite interesting, I think. That that is interesting. People forget that Maine and Vermont were part of the Massachusetts Bay Colony and they were not part of the original 13 colonies. It was just Massachusetts at that time. Eventually, I think back later in the 18th 
1800s, I want to say. Vermont actually became its very own state yeah, at that time. Yeah. Next up, I have a guy who was only president for just 30 days here now. Oh, Look, is this the guy that died really quickly yep. in his president? That was uh, Harrison, wasn't That's it? That's right, yeah. William Henry Harrison. See, I'm remembering a so, few of them. What am I supposed to do with this president? He was only president for 30 days. He didn't. He couldn't do anything. Just he was laying in bed. It's like when a movie comes out, there were no critics to review this yet. <laughs> well, then obviously I know that's probably Let's a bad give, movie. Give the guy case. a pass. Okay. My con. I guess we could blame him for not living long enough. My con is he decided to not wear a coat during his inauguration so that he could look tough for America while they were watching the ceremony. But obviously that led him to having a cold and yeah. later well, he died. probably looked really tough at his funeral. I do have to give him a pro. He appointed Daniel Webster as Secretary of State, who was Secretary of State for three terms with other presidencies after him. So oh, okay. he did a pretty decent job Did he that. live longer than Pope John Paul I? He didn't last too I'm long either. Sure. I don't remember. <laughs> I gotta look up it's that day too. It's probably neck and neck by a couple of days or something. <laughs> they actually have like the actual time he was president for 30 days 12 hours and 30 minutes i'm like how did you guys track that i'm yeah. like Goodness. i think uh, the pope lived a little longer than that but not much I don't pope think. francis the first you said is that right uh, pope john paul the first did not last for a very long time pope john francis the first let me see here he, no it's john paul not john pope francis john paul the first let me see here if I can see how long he was. Only for 33 days. So oh, yep, he wow. beat him by three days. Wow. I thought I might have been exaggerating by saying within days, but they were within days, yes, weren't exactly. they? Yes, exactly. Yeah, by three days. My next president I have is Zachary Taylor. Con is that he had to deal with the Compromise of 1850, where he said to Southern states, hey, I'm not going to extend any more slavery land to you guys. All you guys are going to have is just this particular land, and that's it. Uh-oh, that's going to cause some more heat attention with the Southern states now, because they want more slavery, obviously. So not a very smart move on his part because you should try to find some kind of compromise instead of just saying, nope, I'm strictly this and that's it. I mean, yes, it's a strong-headed policy, but at the same time, you're kind of, you know... Pushing but how do you compromise on an issue like slavery? It it's hard. Like you're either for it or you're against it. It's I know. hard to compromise with that. I know. Again, I would have to think about like maybe the compromise of 1813, but then again, that, that was just a band-aid over the situation because yeah. it was just going to keep coming up every 10 years or so because they will say, oh, we're not happy, but we're going to secede eventually, possibly. My pro I did have because of the compromise of 1850, he said that California would actually be admitted to the Union as a free state. Hear they, that, Gavin Newsom? We were admitted as a free, free. state. We're supposed <laughs> to be free here no kings That's no right. monarchs what happened was with that one is we had the missouri compromise it said anything below missouri is technically going to be a slave state and california is halfway in between missouri with that latitude line that they had there so that was what the big controversy when was i was time. on one of my speaking tours and i went to missouri for the very first time the person that picked me up at the airport i said i've been thinking about this on my plane ride which side was missouri on during the civil war well of course they were neutral but the person that picked me up said, that's a good question. I should know the answer to that. I don't. Anyway, the church I was speaking at put me up at a bed and breakfast. The bed and breakfast had a theme in every room. The theme for my room was the civil war room wow with the history of missouri and the civil war right on the wallpaper so you were able to figure I, it out then? boy boy was i ever <laughs> i had no idea what i was asking for oh man moving on i have chester arthur coming in at number 29 he signed the chinese exclusion act which disallowed any more immigration from china to come over this was during the time where chinese immigrants were coming over to help fix the railroad system and thus do some hard labor that some of us americans didn't want to take up at the time 
so there was too many of them coming by. So he said, nope, we're done. We're going to stop yeah, all and, Chinese. And Chinese immigration should have been welcomed more in those days. They weren't coming in and hacking our computers and stealing our military exactly, secrets. Exactly, exactly. My pro I do have for him is he increased the budget of the U.S. Navy branch dramatically compared to any other president. Thus, we have a lot of great equipment and good facilities that all of our U.S. Naval bases have to this day. So a very big shout out to Chester Arthur for that. My next president I have is Jimmy Carter. For me, my con is the handling of the Iran hostage crisis. That was a nightmare. He even wrote in his own book that I completely mishandled that whole situation entirely. I mean, oh, he didn't blame it on Donald Trump. No, he surprisingly did not. No, but to be fair, when he wrote that book, it was before Donald Trump was. Well, that doesn't mean you can't blame him, Brendan. That's never held anybody else back. That's true. That's true. I do have a pro where he actually kind of helped deregulate a lot of businesses. Specifically, he signed the Airline Deregulation Act, the Motor Carrier Act, the Staggers Rail Act, and the Depository Institutions Deregulation and Monetary Control Act. So I will give him credit for those things. My next person, he goes by two different names, your choice between which one, James Harrison or Benjamin Harrison. My con I have for him is that he approved of the Wounded Knee Massacre, and he gave medals of honors to 20 of the soldiers who were involved in the event, which was a horrific, horrific event. We already talked about how we already mistreated Native Americans in our history and our past. My pro I do have is the Sermon Antitrust Act, which disallowed any monopolies to happen in any business. So he wanted more market competitiveness and I truly appreciate that I don't want we're all under one big car company and that's it and they're strictly going to make only electric vehicles at this time there's plenty of car companies out there who are actually now making just more than that and they're actually focusing more on motorized vehicles than electric vehicles so I mean I have to say that he did a very good job in keeping that up Brother B. Hayes is coming in at number 26 my con for him is the Compromise of 1877 which removed federal troops from the south which allowed white supremacy to spread all over the south as you saw with the whole whites only bathrooms whites only water fountains and they were cleaner and nicer compared to the black ones I do have a pro though he did allow civil service reform and now you just had to be qualified for certain jobs instead of just hiring based on skin color or whether you were a woman now you had to be actually qualified to have these certain jobs. That seems quite contrary to his other policies doesn't it? That's true right I know it's kind of weird. Next up I have Gerald Ford. My con is the Controlled Substance Act where he was saying that marijuana was just as dangerous as heroin and meth. Studies have shown that marijuana is not as dangerous. There's not as Well, my con is he didn't trip as well as Chevy Chase did when Chevy Chase was doing his Ford imitation. (laughs) It's true. It's true. You know, Chevy Chase did a pretty decent Ford imitation too, if I say so. (laughs) I do have a pro for him too as well, which was the Privacy Act of 1974, which protected personal information from being looked at by the federal government. Eventually, obviously- we sure could use that today. I know. Yeah. Obviously, it got revoked and now FBI has all the integrity to look into our phone records everywhere where we go and, the, and for our safety of course i hate the fbi so much so, oh i'm gonna get arrested i now. hate the word safety in the hands of the government that's what i hate <laughs> Next up, I have William Howard Taft. My con for him is that it was the Payne-Aldrich Tariff Act, which made the Philippines very dependent on American goods. And then my pro for him is the dollar diplomacy policies that helped with America's overseas economic status by giving them economics incentives that we would have given to foreign policies over there. I guess a mixed bag on his economic policies that he had. And again, can't stand tariffs. I already discussed that earlier. Now I have a president I think you would have ranked lower, possibly. Barack Obama's at number 23. 
three for me. Yeah, I better so, put him a lot lower. Yeah, my con for now, him. Now he had the personality too and the charisma, but to me that just made him more dangerous because yeah. people followed him. But if I was basing this on personality, obviously he would be in my top ten. I would say, but I want to focus more on policies when it comes to these. Yeah, I can't think of one policy he did that was really good for our country. What, I, you, what did you come I gave, up with? I gave him the, the Affordable Care Act, honestly, because I thought... Oh, I hated that. that you did? Just, yeah. Oh, okay. There were so many people that had good health care, and then it got demolished because of that. They really wanted to give everybody the same lousy health care. Right, that's right. What they were trying and, to and, do. But what I was thinking of is the fact that there's a lot of people out there in poverty who can't even afford health care. It was helping them somewhat. But again, you're telling me to give a guy some kind of credit for something like... Well, but you're also going to the American citizens, and you're saying, you must purchase this product whether you want it or not. And that's a real problem. That's what got challenged legally, and unfortunately, the Supreme Court went with him. Also, there were death panels in there. When Sarah Palin tried to point it out, he called her a liar. He was the one who was lying. There were panels that were in the original bill, and I think that got taken out in time. Eventually, yeah. Because they were embarrassed by it. But they were going to sit down with people that were senior citizens and say, you know, you've lived your life, and maybe you shouldn't be getting as... The other thing I was going to say, too, is that Trump used a lot of the basis of the Affordable Care Act into his own health care act at that time, although he was completely criticizing it at the time. He was ready to get rid of it, but then John McCain sold him down the river. John McCain campaigned and got reelected as senator, promising to end the Affordable Health Care Act, got up there in the Senate port, put a thumbs down on it. Exactly. So I put that one on McCain. But no, but he offered up another policy, and it was almost similar, I would say, to the Trump was a businessman and he was willing to retweak and compromise if the other side would work with him. That's I would have said I would have not saying I would have particularly liked what he had come up with either. No, but in order to actually compromise in our federal government these days, I can No, I can I can give Trump points for wanting to find some solutions like that, even if I don't necessarily agree with how they're played. Yes, yes. And then obviously my con for him is actually the increase in drone warfare, which allowed bombs to be dropped on many innocent civilians at the time. drone warfare situation is getting out of handle and i know trump was a big advocator for that too at that time he also so, relished executive orders if congress wouldn't do things his way he'd just say oh, doesn't matter i have a phone and i have a pen that's I, it. I, I did not care no, to hear no. that next up i have grover cleveland my con for him is that he signed the dawes act which sold native american land and further shrunk the land that was allowed for indians to even have at that time but i do have a pro for him is that when congress was asking cleveland to approve to take over cuba and hawaii make those official states of the united states cleveland publicly said I am a constitution man. And if it isn't in the constitution, I won't do it. And so I was like, okay, he's stuck in his ways. Well, I mean, good for him. I'm following him, I guess. So Next up, I have George H.W. Bush. Obviously, my con for him has to do with the pardoning of six participants in the Iran-Contra affair. I think that whole situation, again, was horrendous. And I don't know why he would do such a thing to those guys. But that's just my opinion on it. It seems like you had something to say super quick. On oh, that. no. But, well, okay. it would take us off on a tangent. That, oh, was, okay. that was not the Reagan administration administration's best moment no and no. i did like the reagan administration but that oh, was I not their too. best moment and reagan's really high on my list so i'll get to he him would eventually. be high on mine yeah. too my pro for him for george hw bush would be the americans with disabilities act of 1990 obviously allowing a lot more help to those americans who have those disabilities and are in much need of it so i can't complain my big about thing that. with him was he campaigned on read my lips i will not raise taxes <laughs> eh, and then he, he went did. back on that <laughs> But if we had to trust politicians on every single one of their words, oh, I know. <laughs> but he just made that his mantra. Yeah. He just made it his mantra. That gotcha. was not a good day for him. 
Coming in at number 20, I have James Garfield. My con for him is that he was very public about every meeting he would go to so that he would get media attention. So that's what led him, unfortunately, to be shot and killed. Well, he wasn't killed then and there. He had a doctor who was not very well maintained. He actually didn't wash his hands and he was very unsanitary and he actually caused an affection to happen to James Garfield, who later died because of that reasoning more than the gunshot, actually. I do have a pro, even though James Garfield was only president for six months, he signed the Pendleton Act, which provided federal government jobs based on merit and that government employees selected through competitive exams. So very much so about, again, qualifications. You need to be qualified in order to have this whole thing. Again, Trump's probably a big exclusion from this rule because, again, he was a businessman, but he was a successful businessman, mind you, and we were in an economic turmoil at that time. So I obviously completely understand why Americans were voting for him as president because of how his legacy is. Trump is a big name when it comes to businesses and being elected president. He helped us out of that issue. Of course, now we have Biden and Look where our economy is, down the drains and sucking up water now. Next up, I have Calvin Coolidge. His pro... Or no, I'll go with the con first. His con is the Immigration Act of 1924, which heavily restricted immigration from Asia. Once again, not specifically China, but just all of Asia in general. And then I have a pro is the Indian Citizenship Act, which stated that anyone born on U.S. soil was an official American citizen. I actually think that's really nice. And, and again, back in those days, he could have gotten a lot of flack for taking that stand. Absolutely. So. I'm going to only have time for one more here. So my next president is John Adams. My con for him is he signed the Alien Institute Addition Acts. Those included the Naturalization Act, which made it more difficult to become a citizen of America. Alien Friends Act, which allowed any president to imprison or deport a foreigner that they deemed dangerous. Alien Enemies Act, which gave the president more power to detain foreigners during times of war, and Sedition Act would not allow fake news about the federal government, which impedes on the First Amendment, in my opinion. Let me quickly say his pro, super quick, too. His pro was the Convention of 1800, which healed our relationships with France and America at that time, too. So, yeah, we will have to have a do a part two. Well, based on who you haven't mentioned yet, it sounds like a lot of our favorites are are in common. It sounds like both of us are going to have a lot of the same guys way up in the top. Exactly, yeah. But in terms of presidents that you did not like it seems like you kind of are mostly in agreement with me they're yeah, in the lower end so yeah, far we may right? argue about how low okay but. gotcha we can, well, we'll talk about it more and analyze it more later if you want to okay. at some point so yeah so everyone stay strapped stay seated we'll get back into this list in a couple weeks from now for sure all right this is bob siegel making the obvious obvious the bob siegel show podcast is a production of bob siegel and cross global media Visit us online and subscribe to the show at cgmradio.com slash bob.